Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Caught Green Handed. My name is Irvi, and I am a youth volunteer in Green Cell Atlanta. Green Cell is a nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting sustainability and spreading awareness of environmental issues. We are excited to continue this podcast with the goal of motivating people to live an eco friendly lifestyle and to make them green handed. Through conversations with youth from schools and colleges, we hope to reach out to those who want to stand up for the environment. In this episode, we are going to dive deeper into youth leadership and take a closer look at our personal experiences in making a change. Hello, and welcome again to the second episode of Caught Green Handed. In this podcast, we hope to lead others into a sustainable lifestyle and help you advocate for changing the world. In today's episode, we have our guests, Sri Krishan Veda, talking to us about their moments of leadership and what they learned from them. Let's start off by introducing our guests. Sri Krish, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Sri Krish Venkatesh, and I am an eighth grader at Taylor Road Middle School. And I'm, I've been a Green Cell volunteer for three years now. Thank you so much. And Veda, could you please introduce yourself as well? Hi, my name is Veda Tamalinian, and I'm a seventh grader at River Trail Middle School. I'm a Green Cell youth volunteer, and one of my biggest passions is helping the community. Okay, well, thank you so much for being here, both of you. So we'll start off with Shri Krish, and I'd like to know what way have you been a youth activist? So I've been a, I've been doing glass recycling, and and I did it once before, but now like now recently I've been I've started doing it forever in my neighborhood until I leave, and so I this is because when you trash glass, it like takes a long, long time, millions of years for it to decompose, but when you but you can recycle glass infinitely. So I want to like spread that awareness about that. Okay, and what got you into glass recycling, and how long have you been doing it? So, um, what got me into glass recycling is like I've noticed like how how much glass people use in their daily lives, and I've always like wondered, is there any way to like reduce the amount of waste of glass there is? And so I um I did it for a month la um two years ago. And then, like, my neighbors helped a lot for that month. So I decided to continue this year. And I've been, I've been doing it since um, October from last year. So six months, right? Yep. And how much glass have you collected during that time? Um, I've collected around 300 pounds until now. Oh, wow. Okay. And, of course, I assume that there have been some challenges throughout this process? Yeah, there was... Actually, quite a few challenges, I would say. The most difficult would be um, like trying to find a way to recycle the glass because um, like recycling companies don't take in the glass, and so you need to you need to specifically recycle the glass. And and so I would say like and also we would try and like when I tell the people to give me in specific and I'll give them specific instructions. But sometimes they don't follow the instructions. It's like I, we, we need to wash the glass before giving it to me and removing the bottle caps because that can't be recycled. Mm. And how did you advertise your glass so, recycling? Okay. So what I would do is like in my neighborhood, I would um, like put, put out flyers on the people's mailboxes so that when they would come to their mailbox, they would see um, the sheet of paper and they would like read it. And that's, well, that's how a that's smart how I idea. Do it. Yeah. That's really cool. 
And now let's move on to our other guest, um, Veda. And Veda, what have you done as a youth activist? I was able to collect some codes for Green Cells Code Drive with the help of my school. And after that, I was inspired to help the community in even more ways. So I'm starting a service project at my school. And how many coats have you collected? Uh, we collected 78 coats. Ooh. And also, what were your ups and downs? So at first, the kids at my school weren't interested in like actually taking the time to bring coats in. The first few days, I got like one or two coats. But after a lot of advertising and I was able to show the my school like how much this would help the community. So I collected many more coats than I expected to. And these were all reused instead of being thrown away. Now, tell us about your new service project that you're working on. So our school does have a recycling club. But other than that, we don't have any eco-friendly like actions, nothing like that. And whenever I'm going around, I always see school supplies in the trash and the recycling or just on the floor. People just like leave it there and they don't care about what happens to it. But like after some research, I found that there's lots of nonprofits that take these school supplies and give it to people who wouldn't have them otherwise. So I made a very simple plan to just um, take these supplies and give it to these organizations. And not only is it helping the environment, but it's also teaching the students about helping the community and be, being eco-friendly. And I really loved how easy this was and how any school could do it. I believe we should also talk to our host. You're a Green Soul volunteer as well, right? Uh, yeah, I am. So what have you done as a youth activist? Uh, well, I led Green Cell's 2022 coat drive. So Veda, I do thank you for your contribution mm -hmm. in that. Um, directing the coat drive was a great experience to be a part of because it wasn't only about helping the environment. I was also helping out the community as well. And what were the easiest and hard hardest parts about it? Ooh, the easy part was the coat collecting itself. We had uh, designated houses that acted as main points for coat collecting. And after a certain amount of days, one of our main collection points would drop it off at the fire station. If when it comes to the hard parts, I would have to say spreading the word proved to be a bit difficult. Um, fortunately, many of the members at Green Cell, both adult and youth, played a big role in letting others know about this. So how did you advertise this? Flyers, <laughs> lots and lots of flyers. Uh, we sent it to friends and members of Green Cell, and we asked them all to spread the message so we could get the chance to get as many coats as possible from it. How many coats did you end up collecting in that drive? Um, approximately 300 coats. Wow, so what would have people done with these coats? Uh, they would have t pretty much forgot about it. Yeah, they're usually just thrown away in the closet, never to be touched again. And it just stays there for a very long time, having no use to the owner, when it could be given to someone else who actually does need it. Well, either that or it goes into the trash just to end up at a landfill. What did the um, donation center say when you gave them the coats? Uh, they emailed me back saying that they did appreciate our contribution to it. They even sent a video of the coats being donated. Uh, at the end of it all, I'm glad that I was able to do something meaningful. So what do you guys think was our main learning experience for our work as youth activists? I would say my main learning experience was not to wait for anyone or anything to start doing what you want to do. And whenever you want to do something, you have to start it yourself and go on with your plan. I agree with that a lot. 
Um, I would say my experience is that anything can happen. The world is unpredictable, and the only thing we can do is keep going to stand up for what we believe in. Even when there, there's a problem, there's always a solution. Yes, that's so true. Uh, for me, after doing this work, I think that the main thing I learned is that anyone can make a difference. It was so easy for me to go out and just find an organization that my school personally can help. And that showed me that like all of us can change the world. All right. Well, I believe this concludes today's episode of Caught Green Handed. We'd like to thank Shri Krish and Veda for talking with us today. And a big thank you to those behind the creation of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you. You've been listening to Green Cell's Caught Green Handed podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the second episode. We'd like to remind everyone in the Youth Sustainability Conference coming up. If you'd like to learn more about it, please follow us on social media at Greensaw ATL. This conference is a fantastic opportunity for middle and high school students to earn volunteer hours, learn about sustainability, and engage with green challenges and other environmental issues facing our society. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference and be part of the solution.